In local news on Thursday, October 12, 2023, I'm Jenna Volpe on WLIWFM. The nonprofit environmental organizations Save the Sound, Group for the East End, and Peconic Baykeeper have given notice to the Suffolk County Legislature that they believe its failure to take meaningful action to address nitrogen pollution resulting primarily from outdated and inadequate septic systems violates the Green Amendment of New York's Constitution. Beth Young and East End Beacon reporting that the Republican majority in the ledge refused this summer to put public referenda onto this November's ballot to create an eighth of a penny sales tax to fund new wastewater systems and to consolidate the county's 27 sewer districts on July 25th, thus making the August 4th deadline to get the referenda on this November's ballot not workable. The letter prepared by Pace Environmental Litigation Clinic was delivered via email to presiding officer Kevin McCaffrey on Tuesday and introduced during the public portion of a general meeting of the ledge yesterday. The Green Amendment was adopted by 70% of New York voters in a November 2021 referendum. That's quite a large majority. It states that each person shall have a right to clean air and water and a healthful environment. The Green Amendment does not specify what action should be taken to ensure that right, only that action must be taken to prevent the degradation, diminution, or depletion of public natural resources such as clean water. Bob DeLuca joining us uh, next week uh, here on The Heart, president for the group for the East End in an announcement of the notice, notice given to the ledge stated, quote, unfortunately, the legislature's ongoing failure to let voters authorize and fund this critical program is now standing in the way of widely supported environmental progress and violating every county resident's established right to clean water and a healthy environment, end quote. In other news, part of the former links at Shirley Golf Club, which closed more than a decade ago amid financial struggles, has been opened to the public as a new Brookhaven Town Park. Now called Patriots Preserve, the 99-acre park in Shirley opened on Monday with a ribbon-cutting ceremony and promises by town officials that the park, which features a playground, hiking trails, and an eight-acre lake, eventually could include ball fields and an outdoor amphitheater. Carl McGowan reporting on Newsday.com that Brookhaven spent $2 million to build the park's first phase and expects to pay up to $4 million for future phases, according to Supervisor Ed Romaine, adding construction is expected to continue over the next 10 years. The park on Colony Preserve Drive, about a mile east of William Floyd Parkway, had been part of the Lynx, a private 18-hole golf course that closed around 2010 following years of declining membership. Workers recently completed construction of the playground and a 200-foot floating bridge across the lake on the 205-acre site. The town of Brookhaven hopes to open a kayak launch next spring, according to Town Park's director, Ed Morris. And finally, the town of East Hampton hopes to have a roundabout traffic circle constructed at the notoriously hazardous intersection of Stephen Hand's path and long lane by the start of next summer, engineers said this week. Michael Wright reporting on 27East.com that the roundabout would slow down traffic traveling north and south on Stephen Hand's path and make it easier, safer, and faster for cars trying to turn onto the road from long lane or two holes of water road without worrying about oncoming cars. The intersection now has poor sight lines that conceal speeding vehicles to some of those waiting to turn and often leaves cars waiting for long periods for a gap in traffic to make left turns off long lane and two holes of water, leading to incidents of road rage and aggressive driving. Engineers from L.K. McLean Associates presented their designs for an oval-shaped Traffic circle. Oh, I wonder if it's an egg about like in uh, Flanders Riverside with a vegetated center island and divided lanes feeding into it uh, to the town board at Tuesday's work session. The cost of the project has not yet been made public, but East Hampton town officials have said it could be paid for out of the highway department's more than six million dollars in surplus reserves. 
Reading the weather in Southampton, looking like a sunny Thursday here with a high near 67 degrees. Calm wind becoming southwest 5 to 8 miles per hour in the afternoon. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 50 degrees. West wind 6 to 9 miles per hour becoming north after midnight. Right now, it's 63 degrees. And here's that uh, local tri-pack I promised you. We've got Travis McKevney, Rory Kelly, and Gene Casey all in a row right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. News you can trust, music you love. end up feeling stupid I think that I was meant to be a weird old cat lady I try to let go and just be myself if anyone ever found that helpful I don't even know Tell you who I am, but I 
just ends up getting twisted You walk away thinking something That was never what I meant It was never my idea to go in any closets People just stuff you in there in tight storage boxes I fight my way out again and again And still you think it was me who was confused Lion Streak from Rory Kelly's Shadow Work record. I think Rory's got a great piece that Bridget LeRoy wrote about her in the James Lane Post. This one, Gene Casey, our very own from here on WLIWFM. How do I know you're not lying to me now? I have lived and I have the Guitar in the Rain as record. As I'm concerned, I'm all the wiser now. Here on WLIWFM. Going through the changes and the phases and the stages with you The many times I've been burned Still you return to take another bow How do I know that You're not just lying to me now Such a pretty tune Have I forgotten too soon How it ends You say you have changed And you will arrange To make it up somehow How do I know that You're not just lying to me now For the time here on earth Is it really worth all the fuss and fight? Hearts that are broken and words that are spoken in the angry night You beg and you plead You say it won't lead to another round Do I know that you're not just lying to me now? How do I know 
that this time you will really be true I've heard it before and if I hear it once more don't know what I'll do You say that you care and you would not dare break another vow How do I know that you're not just lying to me now? How do I know that you're not just lying to me now? If I show up at a party and see you with somebody, believe me when I say I'll be fine. I won't drink until I'm dizzy or ask you if you miss me or hope that you might take back goodbye. I'm being honest, baby, I promise. I don't miss you in my bed. I don't hear you in my head. I don't love you, I'm not crying. And I swear. I'ma let you know that I've been seeing somebody too And when she's staring at me I swear it makes me happy Cross my heart I'm telling the truth I'm being honest Baby I promise I don't miss you in my bed I don't hear you in my head I don't love you I'm not crying And I swear Lying from Dan and Shay's Good Things record of 2021. Going to the title track of Lobby Sifre's Crying, Laughing, Loving, Lying record of 1972. Crying never did nobody no good, no harm. That's why I That's why I, I don't cry. Laughing, laughing sometimes does somebody some good somehow. That's why. I'm laughing now 
Turn that frown upside down. We've got the guess who's laughing. Then Bernadette Carroll's laughing on the outside here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. News you can trust, music you love. But I cry because your love has passed me by. You took me by surprise. You didn't realize that I was waiting. Time goes slowly, but it carries on. And now the best years have come and gone. You took me by surprise. I didn't realize that you Go alone now, calling your name After losing at the game You took me by surprise I didn't realize that you were laughing Time goes slowly, but carries on And now the best you the best years have come and gone You took me by surprise I didn't realize That you were laughing Laughing You took it to me Laughing The way it should be You took away everything I had You put the hurt on me Laughing You took it to me Laughing What you took it to me Took away everything I had to put the hurt on me.
But when I cry My Today's Hot Sounds segment, underwritten by William Risk Gallery, is basically this playlist. It's a throwback from two years ago today. Uh, that was Bernadette Carroll. These are the Fleetwoods. We've got Holland Creek and the Hollies on deck before the Beatles. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. You're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station on 88.3 FM throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County, streaming online to wherever you may be at WLIW.org slash radio. All right, I'm actually going to tuck a chat segment right between the Fleetwoods and Holland Creek. Joining us is Chris Patty. Uh, He is helping to uh, raise funds to rebuild the Wesley Dean Ackley Skate Park right in Riverhead. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So tell us everything. I know we met at uh, a live on 25 right in downtown Riverhead. I was woefully ignorant. I didn't even know that we had a skate park. Tell us everything, and thank you for being with us. Sure, Gianna. It was great meeting you that day. And basically, the skate park was recently renamed after uh, my best friend, Wesley, who unfortunately passed due to cancer earlier this year. Oh, my gosh. Year. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so we grew up skating at the Riverhead Skate Park together and he actually sat in front of the town board when we were teenagers at age 15. He convinced them to allow the skate park to be free for all the children to skate because um, they used to charge up to 100 bucks for out-of-town residents wow. for a membership for the year. 
Yes. Yeah, so basically, after um, Wesley's activism, the park saw its most popular era, and it was kind of a golden age for the Riverhead Skate Park. There were people coming from all over Long Island, all walks of life, to skateboard, to BMX, scooter, roller skate, all kinds of things. Um, so we were a part of that scene, and this is in about, you know, this is about a decade ago, I'd say. Um, so for a few years, the skate park was really flourishing, but then, unfortunately, shortly after we graduated high school, we went off to college, um, and everyone was going about their adult lives, um, much of the ramps were removed from the skate park due to disrepair. So they had taken away, I want to say, about half of the ramps from the skate park um, because the cost to fix it would have been too exorbitant. So what we're doing now is we are aiming to fundraise $200,000 to get started with a new construction out of cement ramps. And the goal with the new skate park construction is for longevity to build the ramps out of cement. And also the main reason is to foster a learning environment um, to make it more accessible to youngsters to be able to learn because the old skate park design was, um, it was, they used prefabricated wooden and metal ramps, which eventually like they did, they fall apart. So um, they were too challenging actually for a beginner level skateboarder or rollerblader or anyone who uses them. They were too challenging for them to uh, excel. So what we're going to do is base the new design on we're going to base it loosely off of the old skate park because a lot of folks miss those old ramps, but we're going to incorporate obstacles that allow for young people to learn at a rapid pace. That's a beautiful thing. I love I love that you've got a, a little bit of like something for everyone in the new design in the new design. Right, right. That's the philosophy. We are going to bear in mind beginners the most because the whole idea with this is to um, rejuvenate the skateboarding scene on the east end of Long Island. There was just recently a new skate park built in Montauk. Right. And I, I was going to mention. And I mean, and people are using it. It's like, it's really oh, a beautiful thing say. to say or to see. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've been going to Montauk my whole life since I was a child, and I've been seeing more people than ever at the skate park. And, you know, it that, that was a, a skate park that was actually rebuilt also. And it saw very little use before the reconstruction. And now you can go there on a weekday. I'm sure there's people skateboarding right now as so we cool. speak, which was not, yeah, which was not the case before um, the reconstruction. So and of course, we Green, are, Greenport's, Greenport's kind of doing, trying to do the same thing, right? Yep, yep. So Greenport is fundraising to rebuild and now Riverhead as well. And um, we kind of kicked off the fundraiser at the renaming ceremony um, when they changed it to Wesley Dean Ackley Skate Park. And this is something that um, that Wes wanted. And we always spoke about that huge, vast, empty area and what we could do with it. You know, we wanted to bring in our own ramps perhaps or something. But um, basically I figured out this solution and luckily the town of Riverhead um, Recreation, they are very receptive to everything I've been I telling like them. They are... Yeah, yeah. So we've met in person and um, they are into the idea. I've even spoken with um, some folks on the county level who have said they'd be able to help out um, financially to secure a budget. Um, so basically, we are proving that there's a appetite for this project within the public, within the community of Riverhead, because uh, so far we raised about 20000 Nice. Um, Nicely done. So, so we're on, yeah, so we're on the way. Um, 200,000 is a big goal, but, you know, we are going to do this in pieces. We're going to do it in three phases, and um, I think we certainly have proven that there's an appetite for the project. Well, and also, you think you think about, like, Riverhead and, and what that community really is. It's really a place mm -hmm. where all of the communities, whether you're up island or you are on the North or South Fork, where everyone mm -hmm. can meet, you know? Yeah, so it's, yeah. so I think about, I think about like all the skaters, like, cause there's gotta be, you know, a community South Fork, North Fork, you know, uh, uh, exactly. 
you know, west yeah. of the canal. Yeah, they're... That where where like everyone can kind of come together, and you could probably end up hosting like bi- like bigger events that bring everyone to one place. Yes, yes. Um, we actually are going to do something on Halloween weekend. We have at the moment a fundraiser raffle going on where people are able to donate to the fundraiser and they can have a chance at winning a ton of lovely prizes that were donated by local businesses in Riverhead. And um, we even have a little mini, little gas powered mini bike for uh, up for grabs there. What's so we're the, selling those that's tickets. on the 20th, the 28th. Is it going to be um, at yeah, the park? Yeah, we're going to have we're going to have like a skate day at the park. It's kind of just like an unofficial skate day, but if people want to uh, just drop by um, and show their support, they are more than welcome to do so. Um, We're going to be giving out prizes to folks who are um, skateboarding and it's uh, basically an open invite to the community and to skateboarders to just come and meet myself and some of the other folks who are involved in this fundraiser. Um, So it's basically just like a, Oh, it's going to be a fun day of skateboarding. I think we're going to do something with uh, uh, get some Halloween costumes involved. I'll be posting more about that on our social media. You can find it on Instagram. It's just at Wesley Dean Ackley Skate Park. We are also on Facebook um, as Wesley Dean Ackley Skate Park. Um, but, yeah, maybe I could send you a couple of links to the actual raffle page and the GoFundMe Um if that there's somewhere good. where we can please do yeah if there's somewhere where we can post those okay. perhaps but so wesley um, yeah dean, but yeah, you know wesley dean ackley do you have a you have a gofundme we do have a gofundme as well if you'd like to just simply donate and you're not into the raffle we have a gofundme page um that's under wesley length. it's on it's on wesley dean ackley skate park as well yeah you know what you could probably just type in wesley dean ackley skate park gofundme uh-huh. on google right and it'll bring you and there. it should pop up yeah you gotta tell um, me so tell me tell me more about wes you said he's yeah, your, so, he, he was your best friend and uh, you know and, I, and yeah. i'm so sorry for your loss but like what a badass that he yeah that he, he went such please, a badass please please tell me more about him yeah so wes and i we became uh the best of friends in seventh grade we actually knew each other since we were young children in first grade, um, we were in the same class, so we knew where did you, each what other school for many did you go years. To? Where did you like? Where I went to? Yeah, I was born and raised in Riverhead, so okay. we met first at uh, Riley Avenue School okay. right there in Calverton, and um, so yeah, we knew each other, and we you know we'd play a bit here and there at recess, but it wasn't until um, seventh grade where at that point him and I were both seriously into skateboarding. Um, we had linked up a few times in sixth grade and we skated at the park and we had a great time together along with a few other friends. So in seventh grade, I walk into, uh, I think it was biology, it was science class. And I see Wes sitting at a table at the back of the class by himself. There's a, you could sit two at a table and I was like, Aww. oh, there's Wes, perfect. So I sit next to him and we just chatted through that whole class on the first day of seventh grade. And um, we just hit it off. We were talking about skateboarding, about the history of Riverhead skateboarding. Um, there used to be actually in Riverhead, a little cool side story, there used to be a skate park in the woods back there that was made by skateboarders. Nice. And now, yeah, that was called Uder. So that was like a Long Island DIY skate park, we call it, which is a, a skate park built by skaters. Um, so we also would spend a lot of time there, which now it's a, the Costco parking lot. But there was this huge um, cement slab back there, like perfectly smooth cement. So local skaters had built their own little mini version of a skate park. So we would sometimes um, walk over there after school and skate or um, you know, if we got bored at Riverhead Skate Park, we'd head over there, and we spent a lot of time there as well. And it turns out Wes's neighbor was one of the people that built that park. Wow. Um, an older friend, many years older than us. So um, we kind of, like, took the baton from those older folks who we didn't even know, who I didn't even know growing up, but Wesley had a connection with them. Um, so then we worked on other skate projects, and we built other skate ramps together, Um they must Since be they, days, that, that generation must be so proud of you guys, or and especially of Wes, 
for uh, totally. going. I mean, so how did that happen? How did he he get the chutzpah to like go and and go before the board and ask them to make it free for everyone? Basically, he just wrote a letter. He wrote them a letter. Um, and, you know, it was just kind of like something that most kids wouldn't really think to do, I feel like, because even in, even back then, it was kind of like social media era was just beginning. The idea of, like, writing a letter and sending it in, you don't really feel affecting like the Affecting change. Right. Yeah. Right. It, right. But, kids didn't really feel like they could affect change at that time. Right. So something um, in West just compelled him to um, to be heard and to affect change. And he certainly did because he wrote this letter and and the town board said, here's this 15-year-old kid who is one of the regular regulars at the skate park. We, you know, we were there like almost every day. Um, So if anyone knows what's best for the skate park, it's us. It's the the people that use it, the people that grew up skating there. And, you know, those are sacred grounds to us. We cherish that place. So um, he, yeah, he wrote the letter and... They invited him to a uh, a board meeting where he very brave of a 15-year-old. He sat before all these older folks on the board and he had his there? voice heard. And I wasn't there. No, he just kind of like did this whole thing. Like he didn't make a big deal about it. He wasn't like trying to get any attention for it. He just, Nothing. He just was like, he just very humbly um, started the project of like, let me make sure the skate park stays oh accessible God. for the youth. And the town, they were receptive. Like I said, they, they're as they're receptive in this generation. They're oh, listening so, now. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you're naming it after him. What a per, what a perfect right. yeah, person was, to honor with this that was, park. That was um, that was a very um, amazing thing that they did, and they actually have a new sign um, made by Weddell Sign Company, and oh, it's really Weddell. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So um, they made the new sign, and um, yeah. It's, it's really heartwarming to see that um, there's so much support um, from the community and from the town and just their willingness over the years to listen to the skateboarders. Because like I said, we, we know what's best for the skate park and its future. And ultimately if the future of the skate park is bright and the future for Riverhead's youth and the greater East end area will also be bright because it gives everyone a safe place to come and learn and to be challenged and to be brave. I love this. And so this is the first time I'm sure of many along the journey that will check in with you and with the fundraisers for uh, Wesley Dean Ackley Skate Park. You can find the GoFundMe if you look up Wesley Dean Ackley Skate Park, as well as on Facebook. I think you said Instagram. Um, and yep. the next yep. the next fundraiser will be October 28th, uh, Halloween weekend. Yes. Skaters, be advised that your costume, make it fun, but make it safe. Uh, nothing that is <laughs> coming off of you that can get uh, <laughs> caught up in the wheels. We want everyone to be safe for sure. Uh, Chris, it was so fun to talk Absolutely. to you. We'll have you back. Thank you so much, Gianna. Great talking to you. Have Looking a be- forward. Yes, have a beautiful rest of your morning. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Chris Patty. This was the Hot Sound segment underwritten by William Risk Gallery. This is Holland Creek. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. You're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
tracks for you yola the rolling stones chairman of the board and another one by james taylor that you can find at wliw.org radio and play uh the playlist from the archived edition of this episode the hollies and the beatles leading you into the npr news break at the top of the hour in the end of this episode big thanks to john mccaffrey and chris patty our underwriter William Risk Gallery, and you, the listener supporter of WLIWFM. Yeah.